0: Welcome to another edition of TrekCast, the official podcast of the Real Estate Council in Dallas, Texas. I'm Bill San Antonio, Trek's Marketing and Communications Coordinator, and today I'll be chatting with Venture Commercial's Mike Geisler, who is chairman of the inaugural Dallas Catalyst Project and a longtime Trek leader. The DCP is Trek Foundation's new three-year fundraising initiative to benefit the historic Forest District in South Dallas. And Mike's here to talk to us about how Trek and its three partnering organizations in the community came together to collaborate on the DCP, why the Forest District is the optimal neighborhood to set the Dallas Catalyst project, and how you, that's right, you, can get involved and make a difference. Before we get to our conversation with Mike, I'd like to remind you all to subscribe to TrekCast. Cast on iTunes and SoundCloud, and follow us on social media. We are at The Real Estate Council on Facebook and at Trek Dallas on Instagram and Twitter. And now, here's Mike Geisler. So, Mike, thanks so much for your time today. Um, Trek Foundation made a three-year, $1 million initial investment in the Forest District with the Dallas Catalyst Project. And those figures, at least in terms of the financial commitment, have certainly grown throughout the first year of the project. Could you give us a quick rundown of the scope of the overall project? What what kind of work will we be doing in the Forest District? And how long will it take us to complete it?
1: Sure. Well, the initial scope, Uh, was very specific to um, specific requests that the three nonprofits uh, had made one was to with Cornerstone Baptist to beautify the area and the street around it Uh, with City Square it was to help restore the facade of the theater and with uh, st. St. Philip's school and community center it was to uh, restore the retail buildings Um, or just the facades of the retail buildings Um, so those projects are underway St. Phillips is uh, beginning demo this month on the buildings Um, Cornerstone Baptist had to suspend uh, commencement because they were in negotiations with TxDOT which is now complete Uh, so they're they're ready to get some things lined up with their portion and as we've dug in City Square's project is much more complicated uh, than I think we we originally, all of us originally figured. So it may take a little bit longer to get that going in terms of addressing the exterior for the theater, but City Square is not wasting really any time. Uh, they've got a, a a big budget that they've been able to get their arms around, and they're raising money towards that, which will be a greater project for that block. And they've also uh, reached a partnership with DISD, which will be using the theater for specific things.
0: And so why was the Forest District the right neighborhood to set this inaugural Dallas Catalyst project?
1: Well, there were a lot of good partnerships to choose from. And I think, um, and there's a lot of good neighborhoods that that have good leadership and good vision to help address their needs. Uh, but I, I think that the Forest District made a lot of sense because of the quality of the nonprofit partners that we're with Um, these folks are very invested in the area Uh, they have means beyond what the requests were made for Uh, and i think for us it allows us to to potentially make a a bigger impact greater than what the million dollars uh, was intended for
0: and so when we talk about the forest district what exactly are we referring to you know what what neighborhood what what areas of town are are we talking about because I'll I'll be honest I've I've talked with some track members and even noticing across our social media accounts there are people out there that when we say the Forest District they don't quite know what we're talking about
1: sure well the Forest District is just west of Fair Park it's about a five-minute drive from downtown Dallas Uh, it is the neighborhood just south of the Cedars and uh, And and our area basically really starts at I-45 and Martin Luther King Boulevard and goes west to about Lamar.
0: Trek obviously isn't going about this massive undertaking alone, and you've kind of alluded already to our our three collaborative partners, City Square, Cornerstone Baptist Church, and St. Philip's School and Community Center. Can you tell us a bit more about them and and just how they're involved with with the project?
1: Well, sure. Uh, Gosh... You know, S- City Square has a mission to fight poverty. Uh, they're doing things in this district and also outside this district. They've uh, created homes for homeless. They've got uh, different types of assisted or income housing. Uh, St. Philip's School and Community Center is a lot more than the school. Um, they've got a, a food pantry. They've got, um, they've assisted in building some senior living that's just down the street from the school. Um, they shuttle the seniors weekly to a grocery store because there is no grocery store and I think the closest one's seven miles away Um, they're they're involved on a number of fronts Cornerstone Baptist Church um, gosh just in in addition to this to the church uh, there they know the homeless population around them Uh, they have a woman's shelter they have a community kitchen they also have second-chance education for high school students that have uh, dropped out and they also have after-school uh, programs for younger kids.
0: So these projects obviously take a lot of time and a whole lot of coordination to bring to fruition. But what did we accomplish in year one? I, I mean, I'd imagine that it may be more than what meets the eye right now.
1: It definitely is. Um, while our commitment to this neighborhood and to, and to this grant is three years, um, and, and it's going to take time for uh, – for these projects to be completed, we've already initiated projects that we didn't even have on the board when we awarded this grant. So, uh, right now, the young guns are in the progress in the process of um, of renovating an old commercial space that Cornerstone Baptist Church owns in turning it into a laundromat. Uh, and because one of the problems is that there's a large uh, homeless student population and the kids are embarrassed to go to school because they don't have clean co- clothes. So this will be a place where they can do their laundry. Um, our ALC class is uh, putting together uh, a project which they would complete this spring, which is working with Cornerstone Baptist Church on another building and working with, I'm drawing, what's the name of the block? Bike, bike Friendly bike, South. Bike, and working with Bike Friendly South Dallas which will be uh, a building that will house a repair shop for uh, bicycles where kids can get their bicycles repaired. Uh, there are a number of other folks that use bicycles as their main mode of transportation in the area.
0: So community support is such a, a huge part of, of us being able to, to go about the Dallas Catalyst project. What kind of involvement um, will the Forest District residents have in, in this process?
1: Well, the, the forest area residents have had a voice from the very beginning. Um, when we, when we awarded the grant to these three nonprofits, one of our earliest meetings uh, included anybody in the neighborhood to really talk about, um, to to explain to us what life is like in the neighborhood, what they need, what are what are they trying to improve, and why. And so that was one of our earlier conversations that we had uh, when we were working on our kind of our storytelling. Our partners are also working with Trek and the Trek Community Fund on the Pro Neighborhoods Planning Grant, which will assist the Dallas Catalyst project by providing measurable data for the Forest District and two other neighborhoods in Dallas as well, as well as engaging the community members through surveys and meetings. The importance of this grant is to position the existing residents and small businesses in in three neighborhoods, including Forest District, for economic growth and better opportunities.
0: So what is the overall goal of the Dallas Catalyst project? Because it seems like this goes beyond just a fundraising initiative or a grant or even just a series of commercial real estate projects. Is that a fair assessment for me to make?
1: Oh, definitely. Um, I think that, you know, this is the first time that the uh, foundation has made a three-year grant and a grant in the amount of a million dollars. And uh, the reason for that was to make a greater impact on a neighborhood that really needed it. And uh, there's so much coming out of this. Uh, This is a neighborhood that for 20 years had no new building permits, and now we see things that are starting to happen that are bringing new building into the area, new homes into the area. Uh, One of our uh, uh, one of our connections is to. uh, Identify uh, one, of, one of the things that we have done is identified a townhome developer that is working with Cornerstone on a first phase of uh, Some townhomes for the area. So the spark is much greater than just the initial grant when we were getting started um, All of these grants basically focused on this two-block area of Martin Luther King Boulevard um, And we started identifying other issues along the way uh, one was kind of this dark area that's under I-45 that connects the theater block with, the, with Cornerstone Baptist Church and the St. Phillips block. Um, so City Square has ideas of, of how do we, how can we activate that space? How can we give it, you know, uh, how can we make it a connector underneath the bridge instead of a barrier and make it safe and, and uh, welcoming? And so we've, we've got ideas right now that we're working that help beautify that area. Um, also, creating walkability uh, on Martin Luther King Boulevard. Uh, some areas they have sidewalks and some areas do not. Um, we want to try to, uh, we're working with the city and Techstot right now to create a more cohesive plan that really brings this street back together and connects it back to the neighborhood. Um, the street kind of grew into a commercial lane at one point in time, and there's a lot of big dump trucks and concrete trucks that move down it. We're working now to try to downsize the street and slow it down and make it a safer place for people to be able to walk.
0: The, the big missing piece to, to all of this is how track members fit into the overall DCP equation. You know, in this first year, we've we've hosted bus tours of the neighborhood and volunteer work days and other fundraising initiatives. The DCP has been tied to all of our major fundraising efforts of the year, whether it's you know fight night, casino night, giving gala, you name it. Um, our members are certainly not strangers to philanthropy or uh, collaborative partnerships, as we just saw with our Bank of Texas Speaker Series. How can they get involved in the DCP uh, in year two?
1: Well, I think... Um one of the things that we're gonna be doing early next year is having a, a meeting with some of the executives at some of the folks that could offer services, whether that's engineering, architectural, landscape architectural, uh, things that would they could either do at a discount or do pro bono so that we could um, stretch our dollars even further. There's also multiple, there's gonna multiple projects where we'll have volunteer days. And we're also connect, continuing to get more and more connected into the neighborhood. Uh, we've started the conversation recently with Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, Elementary School and are working on some programs there to help kids that are struggling to read. There are so many levels uh, of uh, and layers of involvement we have. We've got the Young Guns for folks that uh, just want some volunteer days. Uh, there's a multitude of different projects they can be a part of. There's going to be something for the greater organization in volunteer days. Uh, we've also got a number of committees um, that are part of the Dallas Catalyst project that you could be a part of as well. So getting more into the details of how we accomplish um, the projects that were identified in the initial grant for each of the three nonprofits.
0: Mike, thanks so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Big thanks to Dallas Catalyst Project Chair Mike Geisler of Venture Commercial for chatting with me and all of you for listening. Remember to subscribe to TrekCast on iTunes and SoundCloud and follow us on social media at The Real Estate Council on Facebook and at TrekDallas on Instagram and Twitter. Once again, I'm Bill San Antonio. We'll see you next time.